Hello, Dakota Territory. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to The Journey, the journey we call Dakota. Trails and tails. Hey, hop on in the loose tails. You know the drill. we got a chuck wagon hitched up here. You hop on in it, and we'll tool the region, the country, the globe. We will look at the news stories of the day. But at the end of the journey, like every other day in journey, you. I'm sorry. I just pointed at you. Mother told me don't point at people because there's three fingers pointed back at you. You by yourself will have to determine how and if this information might actually affect us living in a little piece of heaven. You remember back in the day, I should have never gone away from this, but I, I did. And I could go back to it. But for so long, I had on a daily basis the From the Doghouse segment. The From the Doghouse segment was all about illustrating the lunacy of people who treat their dogs or possibly cats, pets, in a human way. You know, the official term that people want to apply to that is anthropomorphism. But I always opened that segment by saying that when 84% of all pet owners consider themselves to be mother or father of their pet, it is dangerous to the future of the human race. We are there now. At a time when families are faced with peril from challenges and uh, viruses and uh, medical malpractice, we cannot give the same level of respect to an animal that we do a human being. And it continues to happen. And really what I see, what I saw unfolding and it's clearly unfolding now, is that we're worshiping everything that the Creator made instead of the Creator. This is very much a Christian-based message, but no other gods before me. And that includes your dog, that includes your neighbor, that includes Mother Earth, which is where I wanted to get to. Because I have, ironically, two separate incidences today, people sent me notes about what was happening within the North Dakota Extension Program that is extremely troubling. One, the mandation, a mandating of a, a jab, erroneously. You cannot call this a, a vaccination. The FDA changed the definition of a vaccination just for this, and that's wrong. That's beside the point. The other thing that I want to spend a little more time on is that they apparently have several positions open within the North Dakota Extension Program. And there is a, a, a copied paragraph that I, I just want to read. I can read most of it. Some of the Lakota language I cannot read or pronounce the words. We collectively acknowledge that we gather at NDSU, a land-grant institution, on the traditional lands of the Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and the Anamishbe people, in addition to the diverse indigenous peoples that still connect to these lands. We honor with gratitude Mother Earth and the indigenous people who have walked through throughout the generations on this land, who have walked with her, her, Mother Earth, like she's a person. We will continue to learn 
how to live in unity with Mother Earth and build strong, mutually beneficial, trusting relationships with indigenous people of our region. Okay, I am greatly troubled by this as well. A couple of things. First of all, you cannot talk about people being racist and then assess that the indigenous people, let's just call them American Indians, because my five years living on the Rosebud Indian Reservation and going back there recently, it's all about quit calling us indigenous people. We are American Indians and proud of it. And I think you should be proud of it. And we should all go to a powwow and see that pride on display. But no matter who was here in 1472, no matter who was here in, in 1776 or 2021, what we have is people who have acquired property. And that the property in this little book that I'm holding in my hands is called the Constitution of the United States. And property is protected. And property, land in particular, land is what we take care of. We don't worship the land. We worship the creator who created the land that allows us to manage the land and provide what it is that people need. Food, fiber, pharmaceuticals, and fuel. That's what we do. And don't get on me about, oh, you can't say anything good about pharmaceuticals. We do have better living through chemistry. What we have within the pharmaceutical world is corruption. I'll give you the perfect example. Uh, Throblin, which is a coagulation product produced from the blood of cows, all livestock, and it's used in surgeries to promote that blood starts coagulating and the patient doesn't bleed out on the table. Okay, that's important. We need to continue to have that. But Mother Earth, Mother Earth is to be respected. Mother Earth is to be uh, tended to and stewardship implemented upon. But it is not something that we worship. And we have people now worshiping the very items. And that, that's why they're trying to plant this whole climate change thing. Because, you see, if you follow up on everything that this paragraph says, it really takes it to the next level and saying that, well, see, this land truly does belong to those American Indians. Pre-18, whatever year you want to put, 1870, 1890, pre-reservation. No, that's, that's not the way that it is. I, I'm here to tell you, and I do not apologize for that. This land was acquired, and the, the, it's the survival of the fittest, folks. And what's in front of us right now is going to have another big cull take place. What I think we should be doing is look at what's happening within the Indian population, the American Indian population today. We have allowed diabetes. We've allowed significant chronic disease to continue to accelerate. And where did we go first? We, not we, me, we, the collective federal government. Where did they go first to tell people, get jabbed? What's happening on the reservation? What's happening in the American Indian communities with the people who are getting jabbed? Because we see a report from Andrew Henderson today from the UK documents that two-thirds, two-thirds of the people who are dying of COVID in the UK have been jabbed twice. That's what their data shows. The first adopters 
where the American Indian population. And so I would think that we should start thinking about chronic disease. We should start thinking about better nutrition. We should start thinking about better health programs than trying to not step on their feet and tread in harmony with the indigenous people of Mother Earth. Let's get back to the basics. And you turn private property loose, and you let people manage the land to the best of their ability. They'll produce something that they want to pass to the next generation, and all of mankind, all of mankind, will reap the rewards. Lone Creek Cattle Company providing the opportunity to be a part of a branded beef program. It is called the Certified Piedmontese System. Get full details about how you can be a part of this system and acquire a $180 per head premium, possibly up to $300. Full details at LoneCreekCattleCo.com. We'll be back with the last half of the program, Dakota Trails and Tales, on a Tuesday after this. Okay, welcome back to Dakota Territory, the journey Dakota Trails and Tales. Continuing to charge on, I was going to bring on a guest, uh, you know, Andrew Henderson from the Across the Pond version this morning. But during the break, Greg Dowd sent me a news article from the American Thinker that I, I just could not refuse to follow up on. You want to talk about ignorance? Even the White House. Oh, no, I, I, I shouldn't say that. Because the White House would never say something ignorant. But so I, I pl- please disregard that statement. Well, actually, you decide if it's ignorant or not. Media and the White House have repeatedly talked about the Border Patrol using whips on the illegals trying to cross into the United States. The Haitians are being beaten with whips. Border Patrol agents seen carrying whips. Haitian migrants face tough choices in Del Rio amid the crackdown at Texas. And these Border Patrol agents are whipping them. They don't have whips, folks. You know what they have? They have horse reins. These are horseback Border Patrol agents who are riding up on these uh, illegals in Del Rio, Texas, who have enough problems on their own. And the White House ignorantly claimed that the Border Patrol was using whips on the migrants. Even Fox News. You can find Fox News tweets that say, and I quote, Border Patrol agent seen holding a whip during the encounter with Haitian migrants. Uh, That's the end of a rain. Fact check. Those ropes in the pictures are called reins. In this case, a split rain. <laughs> and they're used. Here, here's how they explain it. They're used to control the horse, among other things, to ensure that the 1,000-pound horse does not trample the migrant. Duck, duck, go has thousands of such pictures and a new concept of called split rain. No, you heard what, what? What's new about a split rain? How is that a new concept? Oh my goodness! A Washington Times reporter who knows what he's talking about spent some time with the valuable education of these dolts. That <laughs> he, his name is Mike Glenn. He says in his own tweet, "Horse lesson for the novices." 
the horse mounted border patrol guys in Del Rio are riding western style, so they use what is known as a split rein to control the horse when the rein is attached to the bit and not each other. Oh my goodness, it reminds me of the guy, the friend of mine who I met in Colorado at a Colorado Conservation District meeting years ago. He was alongside the highway pulling a calf from a heifer. And in the middle of pulling this calf, and if you've been in that position, there's a degree of anxiety. I don't care what's going on. When you've got the head out, you've got the shoulders coming. You're, you're, if you're lucky to get that shoulder through there, you just get it out. I mean, it's just like... Maybe it's just because I'm claustrophobic, but I think everybody's that way. It's just to the point where you just got to get it out. And in the middle of this, a deputy sheriff pulls up with siren blaring, lights going, draws his pistol. He gets out and shouts at the man pulling the cap, get away from that animal. Someone driving down that highway had reported that there was a guy mutilating a cow alongside the road and this deputy sheriff was a nut how can you have a deputy that is that lame but i I, this is not like i read it on the internet i talked to the guy who had this happen so folks at the end of the day we think that people should just base common why can't common sense prevail common sense can't prevail because people just haven't been there they haven't done it my goodness, do we have do we have this many people who have not watched a John Wayne movie or a Clint Eastwood movie that they can't see? A, and it's a novel concept to have a split rain. That's the world that we live in, and every single thing that we encounter today along the path is subject to some whack job coming along and saying, and that this is exactly why. And what I was talking about earlier, that when you start worshiping the creation. Instead of the creator, it leads to these problems. But right now, even with what's happening, I still see so many people sharing emotions and feelings about an animal above that of a human being. You know how we get to that point? We get to that point because we've had it so good for so long. You don't see somebody of the greatest generation doing that type of thing. You see that from the generation who's grown up and everything's handed to them. Typically, they're born with a silver spoon in their mouth. They've never contributed to improving life at any level. And now they want to be a do-gooder. And they want to go out there and they want to they have a cause. I have met so many of these animal rights activists along the way that they, they get into school. And, and they're typically early 20s. And the reason that they're fit, typically female, they're typically early 20s, and the reason that they fall prey to all of this stuff is because they've had everything handed to them for their entire life. And then they get into an environment where maybe they go to school and they've got friends, and all of these friends have a job, and all of these friends have got something that they live for and drives them. And so the next thing that the Silver Spoon Baby needs is a cause. Well, I love Fido. Wait a minute. When's the last time you heard somebody name their dog Fido? No, it's William Winston the Third. And so now they have to have a cause to help all of the Fidos in the world. You know what's really sad? They'll generate more money to help Fidos than you will those illegal immigrants who have been completely misled to come to the border and now their life is in peril.
They won't generate the funds that if you had 100 dogs there would generate. 100 dogs would generate more donations than 12,000 people from Haiti or wherever they may be coming from. When 84% of all pet owners consider themselves to be mother or father of their pet, we are in trouble. A to Z, no GPS technology, the journey to Dakota, Charles, Chelsea, Chelsea,